We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are so glad to be back with you today. We are praising God for this week of being the holy week for Christians to stop and meditate and rejoice over what Jesus Christ did for us. He died on Calvary for us. He suffered many things before that death, for all for us. And Jesus, we give you thanks and we give you praise today as we look forward to Good Friday coming and then we look forward to the celebration on Sunday of Easter of your resurrection. So let's just join together around the world today as we come on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast to celebrate together the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah of the world, the Savior of the world. Let's come and let's bow our heads together and let's rejoice and come into one mind and one accord because we're getting ready to hear the story of the resurrection of Jesus Christ out of the Word of God. Father, in the name of your Holy Son, Jesus, we come together to thank you and to praise you and to recognize your divine, awesome, un quenchable love for a lost and dying world that you made such a perfect perfect plan of redemption oh for all mankind that would just believe in what you and your son have done through the death of jesus christ and the resurrection of jesus lord i bind the enemy uh, that would come against all those that don't believe, that might be listening to the broadcast. And Lord, I just pray that they will stay tuned. And Lord, that they would be constrained by the Holy Spirit to just listen. And as they listen, Lord, that the word of truth would penetrate their dark hearts of unbelief. And that they would repent of that unbelief. And that they would come to you, Lord, with a sincere heart, accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior by the end of, of this broadcast. I, I'm believing for souls to be touched by truth today. For Jesus, your word says that whomsoever the Son sets free is free indeed. And Jesus, you said that you were the only way into an eternity in heaven. Lord Jesus, you are the way, you are truth, and you are life. And Lord, I thank you, God, that even the believers will, will be strengthened by this Easter message, Lord. And, and we give you thanks for this radio station that has continued to be faithful to air the gospel of Jesus Christ for years around the world. We ask that you bless this radio station, WINB, that you continue to provide financially for them to keep the truth on the air through many different vessels, God. We ask, God, that this Easter season would be a season that is a harvest season, that many souls are saved, that many miracles take place by the preaching of, of the truth about the death, Jesus, that you, you went through the, and, and the resurrection, God. We, we just believing that many, many lives and many miracles will come forth this week for your glory, God. And we give you praise and we give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. I am excited to be alive in this day and age because I know Jesus. 
even though the world is waxing worse and worse, as the Bible says it will in the end days, the glory of Jesus Christ and the manifestation of his power uh, in Jesus is just awesome uh, throughout the world. Christians that are determined never to turn away from him are, are getting, I believe that the light is getting brighter in them. And I believe that as the world grows darker, the church is growing lighter and the glory of the Lord is going to truly be the lifter of our head. And our countenance, I believe, is just going to shine with his glory. For all those that have stood and are sanctified and are, have allowed the work of the Holy Spirit over the years to go on and they have paid the price of denying themselves and picking up their crosses without murmuring or complaining and they have learned the power of Christ in the dark hours in the valleys, God, and they have learned that the resurrection life lives in them that will bring them forth in every trial that they walk through. And the Easter story just means everything to us, those that have suffered for Christ's sake, without a complaint, without all but yet praising Him. Uh, this story just brings us more alive because we see the glory of our Savior. Though we think about Good Friday, how he suffered and died and paid the ultimate price. It was that ultimate sacrifice. He never died spiritually. Jesus never stopped being God. He never died spiritually. That's a lie out of the pit of hell. My God says he never changes. His word says God never changes. There's three things he can never do, and that's he can't change. He can't lie. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. He is all-powerful, and we give him praise, and, and we're just in awe of who he is. But Jesus never stopped being God he never bowed his knee to some devil down in hell and had to get the devil's permission to leave. That's a false doctrine. That's a lie out of hell. We don't believe it. We believe in the truth that Jesus went after he died into the pit of hell and he took back the keys of death. And oh, we thank you, Jesus, that you just didn't stay there. You rose on the third day. And uh, we are dependent on the word of God for truth. Amen. Christ's resurrection is declared in Matthew 28. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead man. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, yea, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and behold he goeth before you into Galilee there shall you see him lo I have told you and they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word and as they went to tell his disciples behold Jesus met them saying all hail and they came and they held him by the feet and worshiped him 
Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Hallelujah. Jesus told them, Don't be afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Jesus was always confronting fear. And I want to tell you that part of God's great resurrection power that he has bestowed upon the body of Christ that believes the truth about the death of Christ and the resurrection of Christ, he has given us resurrection power to overcome all our fears. Hallelujah. In this story, Mary Magdalene and the other women were at the tomb where they had laid the, the body of Christ. And uh, we look at this story today and we see many things and we want to praise God for it. Because when we recognize that Jesus gave his life, his whole entire life on that cross, how, how much he suffered for us before the ultimate suffering of the cross, it, it, it just causes us to love him more. We just thank him. We just praise him that Christ is so awesomely good to us that, that he ultimately died. How many other gods around the world? There are many that man has created, but there is no other God that has ever been created by mere man that has ever even gave their life for their followers. Jesus Christ is the only living and true God. He gave his life, hallelujah, he gave it all. He's the only God that died for his people. He came uh, and became man uh, and a man of no reputation. He was humbled. He humbled himself and became mere man. Now, when we stop and think about Good Friday, everything that he suffered, everything that he died, we're in awe of him. But yet this story is about our God who did not stay dead. When they got to that tomb, they expected to find a corpse. Well, there was no corpse. All they found was his grave clothes and a napkin folded in a certain manner as the Jews folded it after they ate a good meal or had a good fellowship with their brethren. They would fold their napkins in a certain way. In that way meant I enjoyed my fellowship and I will return. So they went in and entered into that sepulcher. They looked in. They found no corpse all that was there was grave clothes. All that was there was a folded napkin in the Jewish manner that meant I enjoyed my fellowship and I will be back to fellowship with you again. Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ rose on the third day from the dead and he is coming back. That promise hasn't been fulfilled yet, but we're near to it. Jesus is about to come. And if there are any precious, and I say precious with all my heart, Jewish believers listening today, you, oh, Jesus chose you as his nation. He was born out of your nation. Glory to God, you are blessed. He loves you as many promises in the word of God. He's going to protect Israel. He's going to take care of you. But you've missed it when you don't believe that Jesus Christ that died on that cross is the Messiah of the world. You need to, you need to repent of that unbelief and accept Christ as your Savior today. You're looking for a Messiah to come. Well, he's already come and he's getting ready to come back the second time. 
Jesus wants you saved. He said, a man must be born again. We must believe that Jesus is that Savior. So I, I just speak to you, you Jewish, precious Jewish people. He loves you. He wants to drop the scales from your eyes and you understand that saying better than we Americans do. He wants to literally drop those spiritual blinders of your rejection of him as the Messiah. And as you repent of rejecting him as the Messiah of the world, the Savior of the world, light is going to come and you're going to be born again by the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to enter you and the Word of God in the New Testament is going to be unveiled to you. Not only the Old Testament that you still read and study and believe, but the whole entire New Testament is truth. So I pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' very name, that whoever is listening to me, oh, the Jewish faith would hear the truth. Just stay tuned. Just listen. I challenge you to get a New Testament. Read it. Study the story. Study what Christ suffered because you know you can go right back. He fulfilled. Jesus Christ fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies of the Savior that was to come. Even Jesus in the New Testament shows where he quoted out of Isaiah in many places. He, uh, he was and still is the Son of God, the Messiah. And I pray that you will believe in him and repent of your unbelief. For the word of God will set you free. He loves you. He was coming back and he wants you to be ready for the rapture. He's coming back to take his believers. And we want you and all mankind to repent of sin. Oh, my, my. And come into salvation so that you're ready to be taken out of this wicked world. You won't have to endure that great tribulation. In the second verse here in Matthew 28 and 2, it says, And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance, this angel's countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. That meant they were slain over and they were not conscious. Amen. They couldn't stand. Their flesh could not stand in the presence of the angel of the Lord. In verse 5, and the angel answered and said unto the women, again, I read it, fear not. For I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. That's who they were coming to see. Hallelujah. Thank God he wasn't there. Thank God he had resurrected as he promised. He's not here, for he is risen, as he said. See, he had beforehand told them that he was going to die, and on the third day he would rise up. I don't believe they really literally believed it. They may have thought he was talking spiritually, but now they were confronted with the truth that it was a reality, that he literally had died on the cross in the flesh, not in the spirit. Our spirit will never die. How could you believe that the Son of God, how could anybody out there listening believe that the Son of God's spirit would die when we as believers are promised that our spirit, they may kill our flesh, our flesh will die someday, but our spirit will live forever. How much more the very Son of God. Hallelujah. The angel answered and told them not to be afraid. He knew they were seeking Jesus. Some of you out there are seeking Jesus. 
and he was crucified but don't forget on Easter morning hallelujah at the beginning of the Sabbath day he rose from the dead amen and uh, the angel said, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. He said, go tell them. We need to go around the world. I'm around the world. My voice is going around the world. And I'm telling you that Jesus is alive, that Jesus has risen. Jesus is not dead. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the Savior of the world. Jesus is the Messiah. Hallelujah. Stop looking for another one. He has already come. He has already died. He has already offered himself as the perfect sacrifice. And he has risen. My God is alive. My Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. My God is alive. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God to his holy name. Jesus is alive. I can't stop saying it. Jesus is alive. My God is alive. My God is alive. My God is alive. And he's about to come back for all those that believe. Hallelujah. He told him, go depart all you Christians, all my brothers, all my sisters in the Lord that are listening around the world. Get up and go tell them that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus died, that Jesus rose on the third day. And they departed quickly. They obeyed. And they departed from the tomb with fear and great joy. What a mixture of emotions. That fear was a holy reverent fear. Hallelujah. They believed the word of the angel. And they went forth and they told the disciples that Jesus had done what he said he was going to do. Hallelujah. These women believed the angel of the Lord. And at verse 9, as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, all hail. And they came and they held him by the feet and they worshiped him. Then said Jesus unto them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee and there shall they see me. Jesus wants you to fall and he wants you to worship him right now. Even though you can't see him as you see a mere human being. Jesus wants your faith to be so real in what he has said that he has done. That you will fall and worship him daily. That you will hold on to him. Worshiping at his feet. Meaning that you're humbling yourself at the feet of your Savior Jesus Christ. And worship him and worship no other. And Jesus told them, you don't have to be afraid of me. And I'm telling you right now, don't be afraid to worship Jesus. Even though maybe your governments have put down a law that says you can't, you keep worshiping him. God will take care of you. Even if they throw us in the prisons, remember what he said in Matthew 20, 20 and 28, he said, fear no man, only fear the one. Don't fear those that can kill your body. Glory to God, but fear the one that has the right to send you to heaven or hell. Jesus said, don't be afraid of me, women. He says, just get up and go tell them that I've risen. It's time the body of Christ comes so alive in Christ's resurrection power, his life that we're afraid of no man, that we no longer have fear of man, that we will no longer submit ourselves to anyone, glory to God, before Christ Jesus. He's the one we first submit to. 
He's the one that we love. He's the only one that we worship because he's the only one that's died for us. He's our God. Go and tell the brethren, he said. So now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. Do you know that this lie is still alive in, the, in, in Jerusalem and around Israel? That they still believe that story? Why do you think they had it written in the word of God? That is a lie. His disciples did not come and carry his body away. He was resurrected by the power oh, that lived within him. He was raised from the dead because he's God. That is a lie. Don't believe that. And if, verse 14, and if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. If you are Jewish, don't longer believe that lie because it is a lie. It is written, Christ resurrected just as our prophet Isaiah prophesied long ago before Jesus came to this earth. That is no coincidence. You, you have been deceived by Satan himself if you believe that lie because it is not true he the disciples did not come and carry his body away verse 16 then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted and Jesus came and spoke unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and earth go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. These were words spoken by Jesus Christ after his resurrection. Remember, they saw him die. They saw him suffer great things before the cross. They saw him die on the cross. And now he has appeared to them after the third, on the third day he rose again. All power is given unto me, Jesus said, in heaven and earth. So I commission all those that are listening this day, this Easter Sunday, do what God has told you to do. Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And lo, I will, will be with you always, even unto the end of the world. Church, be of good cheer, for the Lord will never leave us. He's going to walk this out. He's going to take us all the way to the end of the world. He will never leave you. So be comforted Easter Sunday. Be comforted. Praise him. Rejoice in the fact that he is not dead. Jesus is alive. And he will be with you forever and ever and ever. Now you that are not saved, that have listened, you that may recognize Jesus' father, 
but not him. You have been told the truth today. The word of God does not lie. Jesus cannot lie. He is the son of God. And unless you accept Jesus Christ as the son of God, the one that died for you and rose again, was born of a virgin called Mary, died and rose again on that third day, you can never have the hope of an eternity with the Lord. So, Lord, I pray right now that those around the world that don't believe are now asking you to forgive them of their unbelief and are accepting you as their personal Savior, that they know that they must ask you to forgive them of all their sins, believe in that you were the ultimate sacrifice, that as your blood ran down Calvary's hill, the faith in the blood that the holy God of Israel shed called Jesus Christ, the King of the Jews. Oh, he's the King of the world. He's the King of everyone that would believe in him. Not only the Jews, but the Gentiles are engrafted in because of faith in what Jesus Christ did and who he is. I pray for them to repent of all their sins and accept you today, Lord Jesus, as their personal Savior. And as you enter into their heart, the heart of those that are sincere, the Holy Spirit will come as well as you, Jesus, and dwell within their heart, and they will be born again, and now they have the hope of an eternal life in heaven after they leave this world called earth. Jesus, I thank you for those that are being saved. I thank you for the Jews even today that have listened to the truth and are repenting. I pray that you give them courage to walk away from their Jewish religion into the Christian religion. I pray this courage come from your grace, Jesus, for we are saved by grace, not by our works. And I thank you, Lord, that you'll watch over them and protect them and you'll love them and you'll use them to bring many other people to you, Jesus. And I pray for all other religions, false religions, people that are in other false religions, that today they would repent and recognize you, Jesus, as the Savior of the world, the only way into an eternal life in heaven. And we give you praise and we give you honor and I feel your presence. I thank you, God, that you'll strengthen the church world, that you'll watch over them, Lord. And God, that today on Easter Sunday, they will have a great celebration over your glorious resurrection and your promise in this final verse in Matthew 28, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen and amen. God bless you this Easter Sunday. We love you. We're going to continue to pray for all our brothers and sisters around the world and all the lost around the world because Jesus is able if you'll only believe. God bless you. We love you and Jesus loved you enough to die for you.